Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of Deep Cuts Live. I'm your host, Antoine Reed, and uh, every week we kind of bring new conversations, and this week we have a completely different kind of lineup from what we usually do. Um, this is uh, today's guest, someone who works in the tobacco industry, but in, from a completely different angle than what you're used to probably hearing from the show. So I'm looking very forward to it because whenever I uh, chat with this person. We always have a good time and good laughs. And so um, our guest today is Pierre Jebian from Humidif Group USA. So let me bring on our guest. <laughs> Pierre, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you very much for asking. And yourself, my friend? I'm doing well. Like I said, the last time we saw each other, it was Vegas. And uh, you did a nice little video for us for, for Deep Cut. <laughs> they, got, they got a nice... I left in like a little blooper at the beginning just because I, I, I know. <laughs> I'm like, Antoine, it's awesome. So, so how have you been doing? We have, well, I've been doing fantastic, honestly. Personally, I've been doing fantastic. Um, I just had a son. And so I'm like, literally, I, I, I hate leaving my house, but I love getting home. Um, uh, the tobacco industry has grown like like crazy, um, and really, I mean, just keeping things exciting, staying creative and innovative, and um, just always learning every day. You know. Yeah. So, tell people because I kind of know your story a little bit, but tell people who you are, what you did before you came into the tobacco industry, and then like where you are now. That's a, like a three part question. <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, let me write this down. <laughs> <laughs> so I can keep track. So, um, so Pierre, obviously, and um, I um, we're here based in Miami, Florida. I run. I'm the director of Humidif Group USA. So I run the, the U.S. division, of course, of, of Humidif Group, which is a global company um, with strategic partnerships throughout the world. <clears throat> uh, commercial office in Barcelona, which is where it started. Um, we have our headquarters in Mexico, in Medina, Mexico. Um, and we also um, work very, 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 very closely with Cigar Vault Tobacco and Esteli, um, who are, I mean, it's a remarkable team. Uh, I learned so much from them every single day, truly, truly. Um, <clears throat> my background, though, um, which is pretty pretty fun, I guess, um, or not expected, I actually come from outside of the tobacco industry, um, and there's a reason for this. Um, I started, uh, well, we opened the Human of Group USA display room and office, in uh, 2019, so just before COVID. Um, and so it, it definitely was a huge learning curve, but um, the idea with Humanity Group USA and with Humanity Group being such an innovative company, we really wanted to build a team of, of fresh eyes, right? So it's very easy to spot a box for cigars. And, and, the, I mean, it's, and you don't, some just become, you know, seeing them through the same eyes, it's like they're, just boxes for cigars, you know, so we don't we don't want to do that. We don't want to continue making just boxes for cigars. We want to engage the consumer and really just start the experience from the moment they lay eyes on the packaging. Um, just mirroring the product within it, right? It doesn't just protect and maintain its quality. It's part of the experience. And so my background, um, I've had a couple businesses with my family and um, some of the, one in the food industry, another one in, in, um, in uh, you know, safety industry and but my heart is in is in music 
years ago, I was <laughs> I did some singing and songwriting, and I had my little band. So that's <laughs> like um, it's a long time ago now, but um, I'm definitely always doing something creative, and and um, I, I come from a big family. We're all creative as well, so it's like literally never a dull moment. <clears throat> um, to elaborate a little more on Fresh Eyes, our designer, our 3D designer, he um, he was in the gaming and, and the car design industry. Um, so very, very innovative, innovative designs and, and really modern designs are coming out of this this new team. But um, that's pretty much where, where I come from. So jumping into the tobacco industry was just sitting in so many meetings, making as many friends as I could, reading all of the magazines that I could, uh, learning names about clients that we worked with globally since then since 1990 something and um, opening to, intro to introductions you know letting them know who we are but it's been very cool understanding the dynamic of the tobacco industry yeah i remember when i first met you and you were like you were kind of like i am like you were still learning and you probably still are just like i am about so the much. industry and i remember you being uh you were starkey at the time and Starkey was introducing you to all these different cigars so that you would kind of get to know the industry. Like before you came into the industry, were you a cigar smoker? I oh, I gotta like my for some reason my my life never took me that way, right? You know, <laughs> exactly. it, it never took me that way. But my uncle was like, I can't, I don't have a picture in my mind of him without a cigar. And he's all, you know, oh, oh like with, you know, like just just like just one of those like die hard, like old school, just like one of the coolest guys I know. And he always was doing like the rings and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I get on this one. I never got to it, but so you know, I, I really am someone who really dives into what I'm doing always, right? And um, like I, I like to say, I need to taste the burger before I eat it, right? And before I, I'm sorry, I need to eat the burger before I suck. <laughs> yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> Like okay, yeah. <laughs> like okay, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure, keep it up. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, um, definitely someone who needs to, you know, to eat the bird, taste it before I sell it. Um, and so, I mean, if you would have seen me in the beginning, I was just smoking every single type of cigar. Um, I mean, some ended up in really <laughs> with really good stories, like, um, and uh, which I could share later on, <laughs> but um just really understanding the dynamic of the industry and it's i mean three hour meetings drinking a scotch like hanging out at your uncle's house is that is in my opinion the dynamic of the industry really just being respectful um making friends and delivering you know and and so i obviously in meetings when when i'm handed a cigar i smoke it 100 you know and um you know most of the times it's their last name on that cigar you know, so it's it's important to them. It's important to me, you know. And um, but no, I had it. I wasn't I wasn't a cigar smoker before this, so that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's an understanding the dynamic was really interesting. Um, and then seeing the dynamic adjust during COVID was very very interesting too. Um, but like you said, I'm learning every single day. <clears throat> now before we went live, we were talking just chit chatting and stuff, and we were talking about technology because. Humidifruit isn't just about making like cutesy humidors or cigar boxes. It's about kind of bringing technology into the packaging to make smart packaging. So we we're talking about how difficult, like it sounds easy, but it's probably a little bit difficult because the cigar industry is so traditional 
and they're not so a lot of people in the industry are not as technology inclined um as we would like so what's been your experience trying to bring like i said technology to like explain to people why they need to kind of make maybe upgrade their packaging to include this special technology that you all have to offer so that's like such a good question right and just to give a little bit of background on human group, yes, we, we do packaging, right? And that's that's really what, what we specialize in, uh, developing and designing high-end and high-quality packaging for the tobacco and spirits industry. That's what we do. That's what we specialize in. Um, the company started, like I was mentioning, in 1980 in Barcelona. It was just a, a workshop, right, um, where they did woodwork for, for high-end, you know, like for luxury, for, for leather, products, right? So they would do wood. And, and um, in 2000 is when the company started doing work where Cumulative Group Global was actually the first foreign company um, that Habanos SA contracted for their for their humidor. So that's when the, the company started really, really pushing, doing private labeling. So we definitely have a, um, a footprint in the in, a footprint in the industry, a heavy footprint, I'd say. Um, working with the largest brands in the world. So, uh, but within that, uh, the company's always been, always like to, to, to foresee things that are happening, right? Always love to be so innovative, to always be the first, uh, whether it's personalizing hinges on, on a box, uh, using the beautiful um, metal stickers with the relief on top. I mean, these are all things that, that we've done since early 2000s. Um, and you, we see it more and more in boxes now. Um, but being such an innovative company, uh, we we now are, are let's let's call it um, enhancing the experience, right? In packaging, um, we in the tobacco industry we see like this this barrier in marketing. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, and, and I I say it no shame. It wasn't until I started working in the tobacco industry that someone's like, hey, have you even seen a tobacco commercial? I never thought about, you know, me, me, obviously, like, huh, you know, and it, <clears throat> it brings a lot of challenges. You know, there's, there's a lot of companies that are starting and they, and they're really putting their hearts into this company. Like I said, their last names are on the, on the bands most times. And um, how do you break that barrier? Right. How do you connect with your end consumer? And that right there, I mean, the tobacco industry is, in, in my opinion, its foundation is engagement. It's here. It's right here with the person. Right. Um, and, Ironically, technology has kind of like taken that away, but we're using we're we're using technology to bring it back as a normal. Um, and how do we do how do we do that with, with smart packaging, right? So to answer your question, um, we really what we're doing is we're using packaging because everything is everything is packaged, right? I mean, everything is packaged, but we're using our packaging now to create a direct channel between your brand and your end consumer. Um, being a new smoker, when I walk in a, into a cigar shop, you know. I want to sit down with the guys and, and have them, but sometimes I don't know what to smoke, right? And like, it's hard, as a man, like you don't want to admit it sometimes, right? Um, mm -hmm. But being able to go up to the packaging, right? Scan a QR code, which is what we're doing now, or an, or an NFC tag, for example. Um, and it gives you all of the information about the cigar right there. I mean, that it, it breaks the barrier in marketing. It creates a direct channel with, you, with your brand and consumer. And, um, and to answer your question, um, what have been some some of the challenges? I mean, I, I remember someone saying, hey, listen, man, I'm still trying to figure out how to connect my phone to Bluetooth in my car. <laughs> First off, let me go, let me go help you connect the phone to Bluetooth. Um, but it, 
when QRs, I mean, when anyone looks at a QR code, what do they do? They pull the phone out and it's like trigger and automation, right? Like they, they know exactly what to do. And that's what we want to do in the tobacco industry. Uh, we really want to gain, we, we want to have our pack, the packaging gain that new smoker who doesn't have that person in the shop saying, hey, this is what I recommend you smoke, right? Uh, loyalty programs and, and and so much more really, but just really enhancing the experience and packaging has been really cool and, and really uh, new and enter entertaining. It's definitely the next level thing. Yeah, and you were saying that you all use NFC technology, which is everywhere because when we're at the trade show, for example, I kind of rethought the whole business card thing because A, it seems like every time I get business cards printed, there's something that has to change on it anyway. So it boys out yes. the whole business card. So you and I were talking at the trade show about how we've switched to, you know, like I think Dot or there's several other companies that yeah. are making like little business cards where it's like a nice presentation and you just tap it to somebody's phone and it's using the NFC technology where it comes up and therefore you don't have to get anything printed and you can update yeah. it as you need, which is, I think, really cool and exciting because i mean it's just part of that COVID thing and i have there too like you know i was trying to think of when i was thinking about today's interview i was like what are different things that use nfc technology and you know i'm a big into my my little nintendo switch that's over there in the corner that never gets any attention um from me these days because i'm so busy but they have something called amiibos and so this little figurine here <laughs> kirby the, oh no way it has it kirby so at the bottom of, of this <laughs> at the bottom of this thing you can't see it here but so this is a figurine but it has nfc technology in the base of it and so what you would do is touch this to your switch and it opens up a whole bunch of you know features that you don't get unless you have the amiibo and they have the nfc cards that you can buy if you don't want to open up the figure and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So see technology is like everywhere. So when you think of applying it to the cigar industry, I think that's really exciting because as you said, not everybody wants to ask questions when they're in the humidor. <laughs> no, yep. you know, um, right now there's a staffing issue because of the pandemic. So stores don't always have people, you know, standing by who can Absolutely. go from the cash register area to the humidor to wherever you are to answer a question. So being able to offer this technology, I would think would, you know, when we, I wrote a story on, on the, on it for the magazine that I write for. And I remember we, we kind of positioned the story as having your own kind of virtual, you know, like sales rep in the humidor, because exactly. it can tell you all that information without you having to physically be in the store, which I think is a pretty big selling point. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and just to kind of piggyback on that, um, I, I put, I picture, I, I always like to put myself in, in, in the position, right? So I picture myself getting a job at a, at a retail, at a tobacco, you know, retailer. And like, I don't know how long it's going to take me to remember everything of every single cigar and God forbid I mess it up out of, you know, out of respect, like I said, to, to the, to these brands. I mean, it, that's just being an, uh, an employee. I mean, the owner alone, I mean, is it, is it safe to say that all the owners know everything about every cigar in their in their stores? Probably, I don't I don't know. It's it's a lot of information, right? 
Um, so consistency and, and product knowledge and right, educating the end consumer, it's, I mean, it's talk about a peace of mind, right? Like, oh, no, it's, just go and scan that or tap that and it's going to have all the information that you like, just everything, perfect. You can definitely count on that. Uh, and the best part about it is, you know, it can always be updated through the software that we've developed. Um, the interaction um, within the interaction with the product, you can analyze, wow, we're, we have a lot of interaction with with this line of cigars, not so much with this line. So you get to really analyze your business as well on the back end. <clears throat> um, but that that goes like very deep into it, right? Like I, I was, we were having a team brainstorm the other day. I'm like, look, when I when I buy a flight ticket, I don't care what engine that the plane has. <laughs> I just want to make sure that I can get there and that it's reliable and it's good. And obviously if they have a little bar or something, you know? <laughs> but, but uh, you know, it's like, those are, there, there's so many things that, that we can dissect and like go into it, but really at the end of the day, it's educating the end consumer, connecting with them and and just and amplifying your brand digitally, right? Turning, uh, giving that digital, you know, that, that digital representative in every single retailer that you have your brand on. Um, so and in addition to this, we, we also have, you know, multiple patents, one of them being an authentication system that we use in our system. Um, so working with, um, our global company working with Havana's, for example, one of the main issues obviously is counterfeit cigars. Um, so that's really where the idea kind of generated over two years ago. Um, I'd say close to three now. And, and um, that that was kind of the core. And then it's like, wow, there's so much more that can benefit, you know, everyone can benefit from the industry. So, um, but yeah, other things that have NFC technology, Disney Fast Pass, I mean, the, the Disney bands, when they tap and it says, hey, uh, it's my turn for whatever to skip the line or to pay, which is remarkable. Um, so many, like there's so many things. Apple Pay. I mean, it's defined by a gesture, you know, like the NFC part. So. Exactly. And like I said, and it's a big selling point because I, I think when you speak to a lot of the brand owners in the cigar industry, oh, if if they're a smaller brand and they don't have the money to hire a humongous sales force that technology could help them at least kind of break through some barriers because it, you know, it allows them to have a presence, virtual presence within the humidor. Um, because like you said, when store owners have how many cigar facings and products in their humidor, and you think that they can just name off what, what's going to happen is that they might know one or two brands that really sell the most. But then if you're a brand that they don't know, I'm not saying they're going to do it on purpose, but they're just not going to push that brand unless they have some some aid there to help them do the right. selling. So having that technology, especially if you're a smaller brand, it may seem like a, a big investment, but to me, it'd be completely worth it because it's like your your own virtual sales rep there each time. Like if you're sitting there in a human or you said that cigar looks cool and it has scanned like some kind of shelf talker or whatever you want to call it exactly, exactly. You know, it says in here for more information you're gonna like usually if it tells you, you to do it that, you're like i guess i'm gonna scan here and see what happens and then poof you know the brand owner could come up and say this is you know where the tobacco comes from you can see it all and you're like wow this is kind of cool and you're like i'm gonna i want to buy maybe you even get you to buy a box just to, to have that exactly. so and that's the coolest part about this, you know, like I said, this can be updated through our dynamic web or through through the dynamic web, right? Um, and and we, through our back office that we've developed. So you can continue the experience of pre and post purchase, right? So 
you can have loyalty programs. You can, let's say in the experience, for example, um, uh, deep cuts cigars, right? And you have uh, an end consumer that purchased the box. When they scan the QR code, when they tap the NFC tag, uh, you create, I mean, it's 100%, it's, it's limitless to what you wanna do. Um, we have um, a, a really kick butt editor. <laughs> we have an awesome editor um, in our back office. And um, it's essentially a WordPress, what we've created right uh, and and more but um so let's say that the first page it says hey are you 21 or older perfect um hey we've authenticated your brand fantastic this is real this is a true deep cuts you know product um the next thing thing can be um sign up here with your email address and your phone number so boom now you connect that to your crm right and um you can send out a blast email three months later hey tap your box or scan your qr code you get you know exclusive you get a uh, first pick to the, ex the new exclusive deep cut cigar that's coming out. So you can you can really use this to continue engaging with your consumers in and out of the retail shops, which I think is huge, right? Like, I think that's so cool. And keeping that engagement there, where we say that like there's it's it's getting we're getting less and less of it. Uh, keeping that even in their homes and continuing continuing the experiences like, I 100% a game changer. You it's know? like a so like based on what you just said, it's like a lead, it could be used as a lead generator. Yep, you can send it. I mean, there's so many things that we can do, but you can send, for example, I mean, like MailChimp, for example, uh, you create a, a lead generating form, right? A lead generation form that, and then it provides you a link. You can put that link in the in the experience when they scan the QR code and it can send them straight because it's, it's a URL link that we're embedding, right? That it has, it's, unique identification codes and everything that really validates it's how authentic it is, right? Uh, that mm -hmm. it truly is, um, it's, uh, it, it's a deep cut original, right? So you can embed this link in the experience and when they click on, on that link on their phone, it takes them straight to your CRM, right? Any information they put goes straight to your CRM. So send an email blast to your CRM through MailChimp, for example, and then, uh, hey, engage with your box again. And you could see, you know, what, the amount of scans per box, it's really cool. It's really cool. Now, one of the first companies in the cigar space that kind of embraced your smart packaging was Michael Herklotz and um, Brendan with Ferry Otago. So kind of tell us how that came about and what, I mean, what you can share about that in a, that their experience, like what makes the packaging smart with them like are they doing videos that pop up are they doing lead generation what is that about so for first off michael herglotz and brendan hands down like two of the coolest guys are like that i two of the coolest guys that i know like i've learned so much from them <laughs> really really i mean they're, they're just so humble and mm -hmm. you know like they like I gotta say, I got three of my. I'm talking about three of my favorite people here, like yourself, and then both of them in the industry. I've learned so much really from you too, and um, and Michael's just, just like he's got the swag, you know what I mean? And, and he and he yeah. knows what we're talking about, and he loves what he talks about. Like he he really talks. The first time I met him was actually in Neptune, um, down in South Miami, um, at Neptune Cigars, and he said such a, a cool thing. And, I, and I'm saying this now because it, I, I see it being mirrored in his brand now. Obviously, this was two and a half years ago. He, I'm sure he didn't know he was going to have a brand at this point. <clears throat> or maybe he did. I don't know. 
but um, he said, you know, when we say handmade cigars, like we, it actually means handmade cigars, you know, like from the fields where they maintain it and they keep the quality of the leaves and then they pick them off and, you know, then they age and, and so on and so forth. Then they're rolled by hand and everything by hand, put in a truck by hand, then they're stacked on the shelves by hand. And like, it was just so real, right? What he was saying and something that you didn't, you don't really think of. And, and that, what I love to say confident is in his cigar box, we developed those handmade. And so the same process of being handmade, I mean, obviously wood arrives to the factory, right? But everything beyond that is handmade, it's sanding it down. Um, so we designed that, we developed that box, at cigar box factory. Um, and of course, um, he loved smart packaging and, and he's all about experience. Um, so what the features that he's putting mostly now are, is really just product knowledge. So we used one experience to elaborate on two, on both of his cigars, the Eleganza and the Generoso. So um, the, we let, we launched a press release with him and uh, you know, with that box and um, with Fede Otego, and we've gotten a lot of feedback. Um, and like I said, being an innovative company, we're always listening to how we can make things better. You know, like this is where we learned People are more familiar with QR codes, right? So even though you're in just an Apple Pay, Apple Pay in your mind is Apple Pay, it's not NFC. So um, now what we're doing is incorporating QR code above the NFC tag as a sticker, right? So you can either scan or tap, giving that that hybrid, if you will, you know. Um, but the feedback has been really cool. Um, the the brand itself is remarkable and gorgeous and so elegant. And uh, we really look forward to continuing to do it in, in all the productions to come. Uh, really, I mean, and we, so he's getting his, we're updating now the ratings that he, that he received. We're updating that now on his experience so that, you know, same boxes and once they tap it, they have access to all that information. I think if there's anyone in the industry who would embrace the technology first, it would probably be, it, it would probably be him. I would think it will also be like maybe at some point it'll be Drew's State because they're all about that experience and just virtual stuff and technology to propel them forward. I mean, you, you see what they have done with the putting on a virtual show and how yeah. the companies that seem like who, who were doing that during the pandemic have kind of scaled back on that, but how they're still using that the virtual and that technology to kind of, like I said, push mm -hmm things forward. So I wouldn't be surprised at some point if they came to you or if they have not already to have some type of smart packaging technology and they haven't, then maybe if they're listening to this, I think it'll be a good idea to, <laughs> to put it <laughs> on it, to, to, to push it, to do it. But I think it's something, like I said, that really all cigar come because like you were saying, um, it's all about engagement. And there's been this whole bit discussion over the last couple of weeks about how Instagram used to be the best place for a cigar company to get engagement and get the word out. And now they're getting, they're seeing that they're, for whatever reason, maybe it's the, a change in the algorithm or shadow bands of certain hashtags, but now they're getting far less engagement. So it's just like, what's next? What's um, the, where do I go from here? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what's, you know, what's next? And, and, and you know, it's like, you know, are they going to get that same engagement if they transfer everything over to TikTok? Probably not. Twitter is kind of like a, a, it's still a good platform, but it's not really for them. 
Facebook is 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 Facebook. <laughs> so <laughs> packaging is like looking at how to like create your own little ecosphere and create your own engagement and your own materials is kind of like the next kind of frontier in the cigar industry. So I would think you all will kind of be well positioned to help people kind of, like I said, finally embrace this technology and use it um, for good. And, and I think, I think we should start our own social media thing. What do you think? <laughs> it's like our own. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. We do. We actually, we have developed an app and we're, we're constantly making it better. I mean, Again, we're, we're, we're learning every single day. Um, we're working with developers from around the world and stuff and, um, and, and getting, uh, getting to know a lot here. So like I'm going to networking events, just really picking people's brains. They're like, oh, why are you asking so many questions? You know, just, we really want to like eat the burger, right? Like we really want to just understand exactly. <laughs> we really want to taste and eat the burger. So, um, yeah, so we did develop our own app. Right. So that, like I said, I think... I'm pretty sure you all are, are probably have 10,000 ideas kind of percolating of, of how to, to take yourself to the next level. So it's just a really interesting, because like I said, in the cigar industry, some, most of the, I would say the majority of the industry is not technology and <laughs> technologically inclined as you would think that yeah. it is. So I know it's probably a challenge kind of getting, you know, getting your, getting out there and putting yourself out there, but I'm sure you're, you're making some headway with some companies and at least planting seeds right now to that will kind of pop yeah. up um in the near Absolutely, future man. it's it I, like i tell i tell everyone um like i like i was mentioning to you in the beginning i i, I truly feel like in every job I, I just make sure i deliver and i make friends right when i say make friends like hey I'm, let's see if we can work together right and what i'm getting to is i feel like uh, success is defined when when people bring their resources together. So something so something so next level like this and something because like I said we've we like to study and and, and foresee what's 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 coming. And, you know, NFC tag is something that's been used for years, right? It's it's in the first page of our behind the eagle of our passports, right? And a lot of people I didn't know that until they're like, oh hey, by the way, you know, um, what is it? Uh, I fly simply simply. Fly or something like that. One of those apps you have to download so that you have like the contactless check-in at the airport. Yeah. I'm not sure if you, you've seen it, but it's like, oh, hold your passport by your phone. What? I had no idea about this. But the, you know, there's what? yeah, like, like what? I'm like, oh, the files are in the computer. <laughs> so um, so, but yeah, we um, so always trying to foresee everything. I mean, this is something we, we know it's, this is the next thing. And we're, we're very confident. People may not see it now, especially in an industry like this. Um, but we do carry our weight in what we, what we do, right? Packaging. Um, we understand packaging and, and we understand experience, right? Because packaging is, it's the first contact with your, really it's, it's, it's what introduces the product, right? Obviously not, not taking marketing into consideration, but Packaging is a form of marketing and branding, right? So, with that said, we're we're very confident in, in in this and like really having fun and looking forward to coming up with new ideas. I mean, things such as like things um such as or features such as augmented reality is something that we already have, uh, where you scan, where you you scan it right there and, and the cigar comes out and on your phone you get to like you know take a selfie with it or. You'd have to like be very accurate, but like somebody could stand there pretending to hold a cigar. But it's very interesting this 
this animation, for example, it unwraps the cigar and it says the filler, the binder, and it has everything, you know, <clears throat> information. Some people are like, what is that? Have you ordered things on Amazon when it says see in your room or, mm -hmm. or see how it looks in your room and then you give access to your camera and then it puts the, the, furniture, the piece of furniture in your room. That's exactly what augmented reality is, right? So we, uh, we took it slow with just a cigar. <laughs> We're not trying to like redecorate your room or anything, but um, it's really cool. And like seeing the reactions like at, um, at TPE is so cool. Everyone's like, I've been thinking about this for years, but like, and it's like, there's so many good ideas, but how do you build that, right? And that's where the project comes in. That's where the mistakes need to be made. Um, so we, we pride ourselves in making mistakes, but learning from them and only making them once, of course. <laughs> and yesterday, I know a press release came out about something that you're doing with Light em Up World. Oh, yes, Reynard. Cool. What, what can you tell us about that, what that project or collaboration is all about? Absolutely. Reynard, um, another one who's just so spot on in everything he does. And he really, he brought another dynamic, like something that I didn't expect. Um, we had like a three hour conversation <laughs> at the beginning. Uh, we're both musicians, like we, we, you know, we connected and he, um, he, he, he came up with Light Him Up Go, right? And, and he wants, to, you know, he's, he said something really cool. He's like, I, I want to, you know, if the company were to have a taste, if the company were to have a smell, a feel, what would it be like? That's the experience that he, that he, you know, that he finds and, and, and creates. Remarkable vision and, and, and just thought process. <clears throat> but Light Him Up Go is a place where you can, you, you know, you have these um, herbs where you can, you can sit and on the app, you could find, buy, smoke, you know, through the app. Um, and it's, it's another form of connecting people. And so we said, hey, we're, we're both trying to do this. Wouldn't it be awesome if Humid Food Smart Packaging were the bridge to light them up go? So that's where that's where this um, this came about. Um, so he has a remarkable app where that needs to be downloaded. How do you connect with how do you get them to, to download it? So we figured smart packaging would be a really cool collaborative, you know, bridge um, with them. So uh, as I'm sure you know, we have a brand HF Barcelona. So um, we put uh, smart tags on all of these gifts um, that Reynard sent out to to um, a, a really cool group of people. I think like fifty or hundred or something like that, and uh, where they were able to hold their phone, um, and the experience was right there. It was a it was a, a code to download their app, and uh, then they become member of their apps and they can begin to enjoy that item of Go. So we figured tap and go was like a killer marketing <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> yeah. um, but there, I mean, Reynard and Christian, the developer, I mean, they, they are so spot on, just very cool vision to the tobacco industry. I mean, really cool guy. I really, really enjoy all the conversations with him. But that was really cool. That was really cool. And I wanted to talk to you about some of the other stuff that your company does as well. So like you, um, there's this really cool Drew Estate humidor that you designed. Like, Amazing. And I have it here. Do you? <laughs> I haven't even seen it or touched it yet. Can I see it? <laughs> on screen, if I don't like strain myself here, trying, <laughs> trying to get it. But <laughs> so you got this, it. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. It's so, Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, is the humidor. I mean, it's 
very nice shape. Let me see if I can open it without going crazy here. So you see. Mm -hmm. And you have the three trays. You have the three trays and everything. You know, so 100%. Tell us about this, like this, this kind of this part of your company, like because it's a completely now this is probably more, like I said, along the lines of the traditional side of what a lot of people are, are used to in the cigar industry. But it's all about packaging. So just tell us about how this project came about. So this project um, and, you know, who is responsible for this great design and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So as you mentioned starting in the beginning, um, remarkable, just uh, such a detailed and I mean, also super cool. <laughs> and we spent a lot of time together. He taught me a lot um, and, and he was really just, hey, come with my, come to my meetings with me. And uh, he taught me a lot, a lot and introduced me to a lot of people, one of them being Drew Estate. Um, so we had a meeting with Anne, um, Rafa, I mean, so many, so many people there. And um, it was pretty much a brainstorm between the, de the designer, Alan here, uh, myself and Starkey. And so we we took the the, the, the shape of the logo of Undercon um, and we kind of 3D that. If you'd see that the overall shape of the humor, that's where it, it comes from. Um, so that's, so we, we first we tried it in red and, and you know, they, we took that blue and then working with Drew Estates uh, design team, we said, hey, look, this is the Pantone for this color. Um, which, by the way, this humidor was handmade in, in Esteli, Nicaragua, in the Cigar Box Factory. Um, so we also, and this factory also does the poppy and winkle boxes. They've done um, some of the shades, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but this humidor in itself, we did, if I'm not mistaken, 180 of those humidors. Um, it's 100% Okume. You have the three trays, if I'm not mistaken, it fits um, 75 to 100 cigars. Um, the lacquer, all of our lacquer come, we import from Spain. So, uh, and we have four pressurized rooms. So when we put the lacquer over it and uh, the paint, nothing disturbs, there's no fragments in the air and nothing disturbs the curing of, a, of the lacquer, as you can see there. And um, it, it was a, I thought it was gonna be a challenge to make it by hand, but these, I mean, the team over there is just so spot on and they, they, they never cease to make like, I, I absolutely blown away when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, it looks just like the renders. Uh, and it's such, it, that's one of the, my favorite things about product and packaging design development. I mean, we have designs that I literally sketch, I'm a terrible artist, like literally sketch onto our, our like our think board over there. And, and it, it looked, <laughs> I can't believe they would even be able to come up or understand my drawing, but um, we have designs that, and then we see it and feel it in person. And, and something like that that's handmade that is just as authentic as a cigar i i like to think was such a cool experience um and then starkey a few months ago or like a, three months ago he sent me a link to um uh i forgot who was reviewing he's like check this humidor out and it's like it was on a reel on instagram and I'm like it's just so cool and i immediately called their director at cigar books like i'm like send me one of these things man <laughs> he's like you don't smoke cigars I'm like whatever it's beautiful, but we but we're finally getting one uh, to have here in this playroom. Awesome. It's just it's so like about cool. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's been like honestly. So one of the coolest or 
like I definitely say um, patience is like the number one thing when you're developing a new product. One millimeter off can, <laughs> like, like one millimeter off just throws off the entire, all the cigars don't fit inside now. So we have to do another production. Thank God we haven't been there, but um, you know, we started working on that about it. I mean, COVID hit in the middle is like a year and a half ago, you know, and they just came out. So it's really, you know, especially making things by hand, it's just like, it's it's really, it, it's a moment, right? Like you see it and just, I appreciate packaging so much more. Like when I walk into Publix, especially the tobacco uh, shop, but that project was like, I'm dying to get a call like, hey, you guys wanna do another run? Cause it's just so, it's, it's such a special project. Um, yeah, I remember when I, I think, when did I get it? It might've been, around Christmas time. Cause I think I was like in and out of the apartment and I remember coming in one day and they were like, Oh, you, you have a package. And I was like a package. And I was like, Drew estate. And I was like, Drew estate. And I opened it up and it was like that humidor. And I was just like, what? Like, this? I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think I saw like many and not, I think it was a very like exclusive, uh, exclusive run. I mean, obviously we only did 180 and Drew estate makes noise like anybody knows your state um but it was it was a very i i mean you tell me i imagine i didn't see that many like posts on it or anything i did kind of a little cool i was like yeah. Yeah, I, I think i know at the end of the year they try to do something nice for the media partners and then they and then the retailers some special retailers so but i haven't seen a lot about it so like you said i saw one or two people post about it and so it was like, a, a, and then I was surprised to find out, like I said, it, it, you and your team worked on it. So it was a, a very yeah. nice, I mean, I have some nice, Drew State always sends nice humidors every now and then. So it's like, I have some, <laughs> it's nice to have something nice to, to put them in other than like a, a, a storage container at this point. Yeah. So um, what, what, um, if you don't mind me asking a question, what's okay. like, what's your take on it? I, like compared to other humidors, like what do you see? Not that, not what the industry lacks, but as far as like design, like humidors, let me rephrase the question. What's like, uh, like with your experience and getting all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, what's, what's your, like, what's your, I don't know. Have you ever thought of like a crazy design? Like, you know, it'd be awesome if we do like this type of humidor or like something, I don't know. No, you know, I haven't thought of a humidor. Like if I were creating a humidor, I mean, if I were creating a humidor, probably be kind of like what people see on the screen here. It will be a little bit of 80s, 80s influence because I feel like there's enough black and gold and browns and maroons in the cigar industry. So I would want something that kind of really pops and, and feels a little bit eccentric in 80s because I'm all about the 80s stuff. So something that looks like it will probably into the background of like an episode of Fats of Life or something like that or, or, or Dynasty or or uh, Dallas or something like that would, would appeal to me personally. Um, I mean, but like I said, I look at the humidors because I have like a humidors, not to display like there should probably be, but I'm in like a small little apartment. So what I liked about this humidor was that was like you said, I didn't know the story about how the design came about, but it's a completely different shape. And so you interact with it a little bit differently than you do usually usually the humidor is just a box <laughs> yeah yeah it's just a nice looking box and that's that's it but this one was like like i said like just the different angles and 
the way the light hits it, it's certain it's like nice and glossy. You know, it's just something that you would obviously want to display. So I like that. And then when I open it up and had like the three trays in it, that was something else that I like because usually you, you maybe get two trays of that. But had three trays in it is is just nice because you don't have to sit there and dig through <laughs> dig through stuff. I know. You're like they roll down. Right. So the fact that you get this like lift up the tray and get to the next layer and lift it up. And I'm all about organization anyway. So me too, man. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Big time. I'm like, okay, I want all because I have another Drew State humidor and it's like I'm looking at it because it's like big. And I don't know if you see. Let me see if I can. The undercrown? Is it the other undercrown one? Because there was another blue undercrown one. It's not an undercrown one. This one's like a, a year of the rat. And I'm going to see if I can show it. I don't think I have the key to it out anywhere yet. <laughs> but you see. Oh, yeah. So this is my other view. And it's nice. And it has like all that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like oh, that individual. lacquer. And it has like trays and stuff. But. If if you were to open it up, it's organized in that same way. Oh wait, I did find the key. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounded like the key. Yeah. It sounded like the key on the floor. So yeah, so I'm sitting here trying to open it up on screen, but let's see if I can get it. Yeah. So we got to do an NFC key fob, where like you hold like the new Range Rovers that you just like hold if they come with a bracelet, you tap it. People are this, you know, like I like all the trees. <laughs> I like to be able to just go where I need to go and like find what I need, yeah. you know, have undercrown here and people can see what you're talking about. I guess the, the undercrown label. Yeah, that's it. Of that. So where it all started. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a cool project that you all were able to do. It was very interesting. Like, we our job really is to create, design alternative, innovative packaging solutions to incentivize consumers and non-consumers to purchase your product. Right? Like, in a nutshell. Um, so, and then my job is to uh, introduce the company and say, "Hey, check out these designs that we've, that we've come up with for you. We've analyzed your company already, and we feel these would be kick ass for for your for your whatever channel you think." So we kind of open a door of like creativity where they where then hopefully they say this would go perfect with this idea that i have for this line of cigars um i don't know if you saw the ashtray that we did for drew estate it was for acid cuba cuba it was like a blue ashtray with angled canals uh four count cigars like a melamine mm -hmm. one so cool now that i think about it i still haven't gotten my my <laughs> something's going on here <laughs> but um they they um it presented to us like a, a regular four count melamine um ashtray um to do like uh 12 packs of uh 10 or 12 packs of of kubaku of um of uh kubakuas right and um we were like hey why don't so the the logo was like for us it was like a you know the guy in the wheelchair mm -hmm. and um that was another um another brain session with stargy too and I'll never forget Starkey's like, dude, why don't we just angle all of the canals, right? And it gives it this, you know, this look, this square asterisk, it gives it this look like it's spinning like the wheel on the on the base of the asterisk. 
so cool. Honestly, working with Drew Estate, it's so exciting because they're just like, they don't even care. Like they 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 love the product so much and like and it makes everyone love it so much too. And like everything they do, they make some noise and they do it right, man. And I really enjoy working with Joey there. Um Will also super cool. Uh there's so many people, like so many people at Drew Estate. And so we should present this design of the humidor and then they say, hey, let's do three trees, right? <clears throat> Instead of one or two. I forgot how much we presented. Um but like I said, it's all about collaboration, right? It's, it's really just bringing your minds together and coming up with something cool, you know, something cool, something different, not just a box for cigars, right? So it's really interesting, man. It's 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 really fun. You're also working with Leo or Cigar Blondie on some yes. assessment. How's that project going? Because I know that when I spoke to her in Vegas a couple months ago, she was excited about it and she was saying it was kind of in the works at that point and that she so. What can you share about that project? Leo is one of the most like beautiful inside and out, patient and understanding and humble people. Like person, she's one of the most amazing. Like, um, like she she's she's amazing, man. Her and her husband, we've been working together a lot, and we did we had a lot of, a lot of like trial and error, if you will. Um, she really wanted like her the her mind and her heart are truly wrapped around anything that she does. And like, like you can't, like working with her, like you can't not feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like she just cares so much about, about what she's doing. It's like, and that's how we work too, you know, like as, just as yourself and working with her. I mean, we really just wanted to like, just like we don't like this, not that we don't like, but just like we want to do more than just a box for cigars. She wanted to really, I mean, the ideas weren't great like they were amazing ideas we finally filtered ourselves down and and um she really wanted to create a a high-end gift set right that that can mean something right that doesn't just like the cigar so we did like a, a flat flame um and we did uh three different colors she had, she announced it um in um umi latino um and uh, it was cool i went to a cigar shop the other day and it was right there i'm like oh we designed it he's like sign this i'm like <laughs> but um but uh, we we also did smart packaging on on those so we did a beautiful shape uh where you have the, the light and the cutter we did three different um color combinations gloss all gloss black it's super super elegant um all gloss black um a chrome and white gloss white and um all chrome and they're absolutely gorgeous on the top um You'll see a little, you'll see a little icon of a phone, right? Uh, like when you go pay with Apple Pay, it kind of shows like a little icon of a phone. Uh, so we put that there. Place your device here. Once you do that, uh, it takes you to the experience. Just giving you a little more information on this, on the, on herself, right? Because um, cigar blondie, it's Leo. Um, why she, you know, what she's done, why she does what she does, and and then it gives you some more product information, like the, the gauge, uh, size. Um, just some dimensions, the color that it comes in, and and um, some other features that. But we uh, we look forward to doing a lot more runs with with Leo, whether it's this one or one of the other crazy ideas that we've come up with. Um, but she, it, it definitely was a special project. Um, I feel like all the ones are special, right? But the ones like during COVID, like just seeing her patience and understanding for everything was just so. It was just so like nice to work with. 
Um, and also she like works with MOVA and she also worked at Nat Sherman in the past. And so she has like a, an incredible knowledge in the tobacco industry. I've also learned a lot from her. Um, and we actually did those ashtrays with the wooden base for Nat Sherman years ago. Um, so there's, um, it's really interesting to learn more about what I do, the company that I represent and about the people that I work with in every project, it's pretty cool. So as we come down to like the last couple of minutes of our, our time together, this is the part of the show where it kind of turns into an advice um, show where you get to give the advice to people with, with two kind of big questions. So the first of those questions is, <laughs> I know you're, you're, you're getting hot seat. So the first of those questions is, um, what is your why? As in what drives you, what motivates you? What do you, why do you do what you do? <laughs> no, so I, I definitely could say if I, you know, personally, I, I have a brand new reason now, obviously like having, you know, just what, what drives me is on a, per, as, uh, all right, personally, my answer is learning as much as I can, right? Um, just to develop as an individual, um, learn about, meet more people, right? Making more friends, learning about people so I can learn about myself um, and applying it to, to, to things that I do, right? So like having, obviously, I, I mean, having a son has been like a remarkable thing for me. Um, so learning as much as I can to teach him along, you know, the years is, is something that I, that I personally, um, it, that definitely drives me. Um, on a professional point, I can, I, I feel like everything that, everything that people do, if you're a designer, things that you design, if you're a musician, things that you write, it all has to do with your path, right? To the route that you've taken and, and the route, you know, how you have been molded, right? So I feel like the, the more we learn about ourselves, the more we learn about the industry and, and more industries, it'll all be applied to our designs, whether we know it or not, right? Uh, the more we see, the more we do, the more we talk, the more we learn, um, we begin to adjust um, the results of, of ourselves. And so with that said, um, being part of a team with fresh eyes that truly allows this um, and just amplifying our creativity um, is really my, my goal in and out of the office. Um, but what, what drives me a lot is, is you know, Continue, continuing to be respectful and, and transparent and um, and uh, and as honest as we can in again in and out of the office all the time. All right, um, cool, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> cool. <laughs> the, the second, the second question is: someone comes up to you and they say, "Pierre, I want to start my own business." You know, I'm getting into a, a a business that or industry that maybe I don't completely understand or know. How should I get started? What's your response to that person? Um, ask a whole bunch of questions. The first one is, well, first off, I'd say, well, how much money do you have to start the business? Because, because uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I mean that it, it takes money to 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 make money, but more importantly, it it takes networking, right? To to find for, so that opportunity can find itself um, or present itself. That that's my opinion, right? Um, me myself, I'm not a designer, so I can't say, hey, look at my portfolio. Right. Um, where opportunity presents itself for me is when I'm engaging with people, when I'm speaking with people, because well, my my, my words and, and the way that I am defines me as a person and what I do. I think so. Right. Like, you know, you could kind of tell anyway, to answer the question, 
Um, I'd say ask as many questions as you can. Me, I, I think that my father's was a word, there's a will, there's a way, like point blank. So I mean, not knowing anyone in the tobacco industry, but having reliable resources um, as my foundation. But the way that I found introductions was not only Starkey introducing me to people, but reading as many magazines as I could, finding the names of the decision makers, literally going on Facebook, find, seeing what events are gonna be at and being there, being just being there where you need, be where you need to be. Um, worst case, they say no, but you know, get your nose out of the way to get to your yes faster. Um, I don't know, man. I, I make mistakes, learn from them, and uh, always ask questions. Honestly. So, so what's your best networking tip? Because it seems like you do. That's a big part of your job is is networking and speaking to people and, and expanding your network outside of who you know. So what's the best way that me and other people out there should be networking? For starters, uh, definitely as the, like your main image, like we're like this, <laughs> like, like the one thing. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> so, um, I think just being transparent and not being, not being afraid to, to be yourself. I remember like I was always put like a suit on and granted there's, there's a professionalism respect, you know, being respectful. Like always, sometimes I'm like, Oh man, like, it, it's like I'm I'm very loose person, you know, like, and just being, just being honest and just being genuine, you know, like just be as real as you can, as humble as you can, and and uh, I don't know, I'm all about like respecting stuff, and I feel like opportunity presents itself when 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 you treat others the same way, and I know it sounds super cliche, but I, you know, I I have to be honest with you, right? Um, don't be afraid to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation and just go up to them and talk to them. And like, honestly, like just, I have terrible jokes. Like I'm what everyone knows. <laughs> Stop saying jokes, but like I say them anyway, like, whatever, you know, I can tell you one now if you like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go ahead. Okay. It's terrible though, but I'm going to give it to you. Though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. But I actually used that in networking event last night. And I'll tell you one thing. They sure as hell will remember me. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right, so all right, here it is. Here it is. You say win three times as fast as you can. Win, win, win. Hello? Hello? <laughs> win, win, win. It's just terrible. It's absolutely terrible, but it's yours now. And now you can use it. Yeah, definitely so a dad bad. You're getting ahead of yourself for a couple of years. You're getting like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dad just saved up to embarrass your kid. I can see that already. Yeah. But it's like, thank God I had a kid, which is kind of a life server because I've been saying these jokes for years. <laughs> like my kid is just 11 months. But anyway, what I'm saying is like, just be, like, I don't know, be yourself and be honest and, and, and get uncomfortable, you know, get uncomfortable, make mistakes, learn from them, only make them once and find the opportunity. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> well, it's funny because like Tuesday we had somebody on who was doing magic. And then today we had that one. <laughs> oh cool man i know he, he bent a fork and he uh showed a little car trick so we got now today we get comedy so it's just like we're just like oh, yeah. we're gonna get yeah, spoiled <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. talent section in every show like show us your talent <laughs> oh, yeah. your we could do a open stage what's it called uh open mic night <laughs> uh-huh that'd be awesome man what would you do on open mic night <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know. I don't think I would, you know, 
back in the day, I don't even think I, I tell many people, but like when I was in middle school and high school, I went to this arts performing school. It's kind of like Fame, and oh, I was I did that musical, and <laughs> and I was in the um the choir for a long time, um really? you know for multiple years, and for some somehow it's like I went from being an alto to being a soprano, a male soprano, only two in the in the choir for like years up until wow. like like high school and then it was like you know the teacher's like oh my gosh i think your voice is finally changing and i was like wow cool and she's like yeah you can you be able to switch and i was like oh i don't want to switch now i'll be like it'll be weird but at the end of the senior year we had a talent show and it was like a cabaret type thing where everybody was like it was part of your grade to perform and okay. i remember that kind of question came like, what are you going to perform or what are you going to do? And you have to audition. It's like not everybody got to do their thing. So mm -hmm. I was like, oh, no. So me and my friend, we did, we reenacted the Dirty Dancing, the big no, number. That's so amazing. Well before, that was in the days of VHS. So that video does not exist online as, as I know it. And um, I remember practicing that, that dance non-stop like just like in the movie how they were practicing we had to practice just like that and we would like find like an, a, a practice room like a because it was like downstairs in the basement of this building and the choir room was here and the band room was at the other end and there was like all these little practice rooms in between and we would practice after school for like a like two or three months just put pa paper up to the window and, and practice this this dirty dancing thing and um i just remember you know, when it came, and we were very secretive about it. We wouldn't tell anybody. Like, people were like, what are you all doing? We're like, you can't, it doesn't Don't matter. Like, yeah, like, you can't know. And so, the night that the, because it was like two performances. So, it was like the first performance, we were super nervous. Because when I say we did the dirty dance and dance, I mean, like, it, all the different parts of it. Like, I I was baby, and he and he was like Patrick Swayze. So, I had to learn all her moves. And I remember watching that movie That's nonstop. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive, man. And I remember, and we even did the lift. And that was like, and that was the thing. And it was like doing a lift in like a small space where it was just like, we really hope this works like <laughs> on stage. Cause we couldn't do it. We couldn't practice like on stage. Like when it came time right, to practice, right, right. our teacher was like, okay, everybody, like you gotta leave the room. You gotta leave the room. Like, and they were like, why? But like, she's like, you just gotta leave the room. Like this is a special <laughs> performance. And we were like practice a little bit, but we didn't do the lift. It was just like in a movie. And what how we staged it is like we wanted at you know during the performance you know we had basically like a trojan horse kind of situation where he was getting ready you know and they we had the music and it was playing and then a girl comes out and then she says oh i'm sorry you know i'm sorry adam i can't do this i can't do this performance with you and we thought it was like pretty staged where people would know it was like fake right right we forgot that it was like older people in the audience so they felt really bad for for you know it, Adam, who was like doing the Patrick Swayze part, that oh my gosh, this poor boy, like he's getting ready to do this performance, and his partner's just like he like gypped on him, and we thought it was like fake, so people would know like that was supposed to happen, and so then he was like, you know, we staged it, we had all every all this worked out, and he was like, you know, oh you you know you're gonna come on stage, and you know she's Jenna's gonna say she can't do the dance, and everybody's gonna be like oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and then you're gonna say. I gotta find a, a, somebody to to do this dance with me, and I know I, I have somebody. And then 
you're going to pull me on stage and I'm not going to want to do it. And we're going to like do it. And that's how, and this is like the best, this is the only time I've really done anything like this before. And so we, you know, we do this whole thing and he's like, Antoine, Antoine. And everybody's like, Antoine. And they're like, cause I was like super quiet. Like I never said anything in school. I was like, people thought I was like mute and um, no. never said anything in school. Like I was always like in the corner. I was, I was like really like the baby character. I was like, never said anything. And uh, he pulls me on stage and he's like, you got to do this dance with me. And like, I'm like, no way. I'm like, no way. And everybody's like, ah, oh. like the audience is like laughing. And then like we queued up the music. So it's like, you know, that I have the time of my life music. And then we break into like that whole, like, you know, like him like running his hand down the body and stuff like this. And we can get away with it back then because it was like the early 2000s. And yeah. Stuff like it and it fun. was like, it was yeah, and people were like dying laughing because they didn't know like it was gonna go on, and we did like the whole dance, so like the whole twirl and stuff, and the, and the shaking of the, and like the whole like dipping of the music, and then we got all the the we switched every all the roles around, so you know we had all like all the the other tenors in the in the choir come out and do like the little dancing around in the club like they were doing at the end, and then we got ready to do the the lift. And I just remember saying, like, I'm either this is either gonna go really well or I'm gonna get stage because we never did the lift like on a stage. And we, you know, and I did like the, the run, and just just like you see in the movie, you have to do the run and you have to do like the little pop into yeah. the air, and you have to like just like pray to God that it was gonna happen. And he caught me and he lifted me, and then the whole audience just like died, yes. and it was just like craziest. So if I had to do it may be something along that those it lines. It may be dirty dancing. <laughs> well, maybe. We'll, we'll make sure to do it at a, at a place with a big stage then. <laughs> but yeah, that's, exactly. But that we aren't getting anywhere. <laughs> exactly. And it's going to have to be somebody who like, obviously worked out because I've obviously put on a couple pounds since high school. So so it's, it's, it'll have to be somebody who's who's ready. So, yeah. We'll just get like our own booth at... at um, <laughs> At PCA and like whatever, we'll get like a twenty by 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 twenty, like you know, with some solid room. We'll get <laughs> a DJ out there and like we'll, we'll put a little stage with a mic and that's it. <laughs> and then the yes. <laughs> <laughs> open mic night. <laughs> See, this is why I like talking to you because we always have a good time. It's always interesting. It's always off kilter. So thank you for coming on the show today. Before we go. For those people who are not watching this, which is, I think they should definitely, if you're not watching this live, you should probably go go on YouTube to see the tears that are in our eyes right now, just from the craziness of this conversation. Um, but for those of, for the, who are not watching, can you tell people what website they need to go to for more information, what what social media they need to follow for Humidif Group? Just like give Absolutely. all the brutal. So our, our Instagram, uh, Humidif. It's like the word humidify, but without the Y. So knock that Y out there. Humidif Group USA um, or Humidif Group. So our Instagram is at Humidif Group USA. Um, you can go to humidifgroup.com uh, for our website or our hgsmartpackaging.com. Um, or you can text me at 786-508-5372. You'll have, you'll have some weird people text me here. You'll be like, okay. <laughs> Just shoot me a text, like we'll talk, like whatever. <laughs> like I said, make friends and deliver, man. That's you know, worst case, like I got a great story out of it, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, that, that nice, 
back in the it must have been like late nineties. They used to have when they could have sets, like sets, chat line commercials on TV late at night or whatever. And there's there's that one that was uh, that would come on, and they would and and the, it was like all these girls, and they were like yeah. really cheesy looking, and, and it was like at that weird time in culture where people were trying to get out of the nineties and the cheesiness and getting into the two thousands, and they had like jingles still in songs. And I remember she was like. I think the song was like, we can have a really good time. Just call, pick up the phone. So that's what you're going to like. <laughs> you're going to get people who are going to call you like that. Innovative techie packaging. No, I think we're doing it. Like, we have to start like our own marketing company or something. Oh, of course. We'll kill it. We got the dancing. We got the mics. We got the, I mean, we got the, we got the writing. I mean, what else do we need? Exactly. Another deep cut. <laughs> I know that it cuts about like a new marketing company. Oh, exactly. Well, I want to thank you for coming on and spending a whole hour and eight minutes. It was okay. definitely, it just flew by with all the hilarity of uh, today. Um, it was very fun, man. Thank you so much for, for having us on. Like, I really, I mean, I'm very transparent. Like, honestly, anybody that has any questions, please, like, use, use any of those domains and just info, put, it, put info in front. Or, like I said, um, <clears throat> Uh, my email and number is actually on all those websites. So uh, follow us on Instagram, shoot me a text, um, send us an email, um, and tell us about your project. You know, let's come up with some cool stuff. So, and and man, thank you so much for, I really enjoyed um, <clears throat> uh, really talking with you here on Deep Cuts, man. Thank you so much. We've been talking about it for so long. Um, and I'm glad we finally got to it. Well, like I said, you'll have to come back on later on in the year. I'm sure we'll have more stories by then. Um, so... If we start planning it now, then we'll get to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Save all the embarrassing stories and take all the awkward pictures you can now so that we can make this happen again. So I'm, I'll do it with like my left side then. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you so much for, for having us on. And really, I mean, um, <clears throat> not just thank you. I really enjoyed talking with you and, and I look forward to, to seeing you soon, man. Yeah. So for, for those of you who are watching, um, make sure if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter that you hit the like button or subscribe button so you can be uh, notified anytime we release new content. This is episode 81. So if you missed any of this episode or you want to see all the other 80 episodes, you can go to deepcutslive.com. We also have a YouTube channel that's pretty easy to find now. It's like youtube.com slash C slash deepcutslive. So it's pretty easy to, to find a uh, all the past content uh, we try to do at least one show a week lately we've been doing two shows which is getting a little bit crazy but <laughs> we have two more shows coming up next week we have sisters and smoke aka ben she will be on tuesday so i'm pretty sure that will be another highly entertaining show all of them are entertaining but put me and ben together and who knows what's going to come up uh in the conversation and thursday we have tony Bellotto. So would be, which is another fun conversation. He's one of those other people like Pierre, like whenever I see him out in public, I know it's going to be a memorable experience and conversation. So um, we have tons of more stuff coming up. Make sure you, like I said, you follow us and thank you again to our guest who joined us today. Thank and you. Uh, I will see you when I see you, everybody. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>